Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 165 of Robots on Typewriters. And we're in the same same room. room. (laughs) We are back where it all started, kind of. Not for you. Like the the city, like all of our podcasting. All of our podcasting did start. All of our life. All of our life did start in this city. Yeah. Right within these city walls. We do live in a wall. We live in Kowloon Walled City. (laughs) That's where we grew up. Um, And we're back. Yeah. Bitches. We're always trying to get back into it. And hopefully we will. Yeah. One day we'll just be on a normal schedule. One day. Uh, But what are we? We're a podcast. Yeah. And I'm glad you asked about that. We are a podcast. Robots on Typewriters is a podcast about computational creativity, about using AI and computers and random number generators and a bag of rocks. A bag of rocks? That's actually what we're doing today. Something we can only do in person is play with a bag of rocks. (laughs) Uh, Using those things to make creative content like art and music and comedy. And we have a couple of segments on this podcast, the first of which is called The Zesty Hat, where we highlight some computational creativity that we saw around the internet. And in the second segment, we have the Trashy Toy, where we play a computationally creative game, sometimes of our own creation, sometimes the creation of others. And yeah, we are... There was one other thing I wanted to say around that. We are farmers. Oh, I just wanted to also say, as always, those fun segment names were named by a random word generator. So computational creativity all the way to the core. Computational creativity all the way for Uh, the win. FTW. We have a couple of zesty hats that I wanted to share this week. It's my turn to wear the zesty hat. Uh, And the first part of the hat is listener mail. So listener mail, I try to get to as quickly as possible. And as always, I'm doing that. This is an email we got from our friend and fan, Mike Thomas, on July 17th. It is currently September 2nd. Uh, sorry, Mike. And if you are if you are someone else who sends us listener feedback, mail, social media posts, uh, get, get used to it. <laughs> get good. Get good. Our bad. Happy to have this as part of my hat. Mike says, hi, Justin and Allison. Excited to meet the latest dysfunctional duo you've added to your character library. (gasps) Talking about Cook and Lamb. I missed them already. And Mike tells us about a tool that I don't know that we've used before. ServiceScape writing prompt generator. Mm. ServiceScape.com slash writing dash prompt dash generator. And it comes up with some randomly generated story prompt ideas. Oh, dude. Uh, This seems like a creative tool, a, a computational tool that could help creative writers. So that's great. Right up our Allison. Um, (laughs) We have a few writing prompt ideas here that Mike sent us that could possibly uh, be used for future cook and lamb stories. And I think we won't do this today, but I think maybe probably probably next episode where we don't have a guest, I'm going to use one of these as an AI dungeon prompt. But here are some of the prompts that ServiceScape spit out. Writing prompt number 834. You were in love with him since high school, but he never returned your feelings. You get happily married and get a job as a flight attendant. During one of your business trips, you spot him on board, handsome and clearly impressed by the new you. He actually asks you out while landing. You probably should not be asking the flight attendant out while landing. The crew is supposed to be in secure seats. (laughs) Uh, That's fine. Writing prompt number 947. 
You always thought of death as just a vast nothingness, a rest that was eternal. When you actually die, however, you find this isn't the case at all. You wake up exhausted, and you realize that you're still on Earth. You're incorporeal, and no one can see or hear you. You're a ghost. You get over the shock quickly enough, and then boredom sets in. In fact, you're going to say, then you board a plane, and you ask out the plane attendant. (laughs) In fact, you're out of your mind with boredom. Years and decades passed as you roamed the streets. One day, many years after you first awoke to this pitiful excuse of an afterlife, someone looks at you, not through you, but at you. Then he speaks. He can see you. You're determined to know why. As you get to know him, for the first time in ages, you feel love. Wow. Both of those were romance prompts, though, and I'm not sure. I We, we really went down that line with Maximilian and... Oh, yeah. Uh, and Jack, so I'm not sure how much we want to steer into that or well, not. Cook and Lamb are bros, but are yeah. married to different men. Yeah. <laughs> so I, there are some non-romantic prompts here, like writing prompt number 1009. One day, a strange old man gives you a mysterious bag containing a piece of string, a broken chess piece, a piece of hard toffee, and a feather. You soon learn that each item is magical. You were chosen to use the items to help four people in need. Uh, you can almost guarantee that's what I'm going to put in AI Dungeon. Uh, yeah, so Mike says you can sort by genre, combine different genre types, generate different writing prompts this way. It might be fun to start a prompt on AI Dungeon or improv a scene or two and see what happens next. Thanks, Mike. Uh, we absolutely Thanks, Mike. will do that. I, I wish now that I had saved this for another three months so I could <laughs> just transition right into the, the toy yeah. where I do that. But I... I could feel this email burning a hole in my inbox, so I wanted to get to it today. (laughs) So that's one half of my zesty hat. The other half is AI in the news. And it's, I I don't have any like uh, white paper or any like research that I want to share. It's not going to be a technical one. It's just, what do you think about that? You hear about this one? Uh, This was from a couple of days ago. An AI-generated artwork won first prize in a state fair digital art contest and other writer, uh, other artists were pissed that an AI-generated artwork was entered and won. Huh. And the artist that submitted it uh, says, I ain't even mad, basically. I'm yeah. not going to apologize. This was an art piece generated using Midjourney, the piece Theater d'Apra Spatial. And yeah, it was created using Midjourney, which is pretty similar to Dolly 2. It's one of these really grand image generating models there's controversy now about like is this okay submitting ai generated art for a digital art contest that's meant to be people competing in art the artist sincarnate on discord and probably other platforms is is pretty unapologetic that he won first place he said he tried out a lot of created hundreds of images using midjourney fine-tuned curated his generations Narrowed it down to a top three, had the top three printed on canvas, upscaled them with gigapixel AI, and entered them in the art fair contest, and he won first prize. So was he transparent about the fact before the... No. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's why other artists are pissed. Yeah. He didn't disclose that that was his process for creating this art. But what do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, so it sounds like he like used, but he like made a bunch of components and like assets is the, I feel like the art, like the digital art word and like 
did some compiling and curating or he did like curating he made a lot of things fine-tuned his prompt so he just changed what text he fit into mid journey oh, oh, and okay. kept generating more and more pieces okay it's not unlike what we talk about with ai weirdness or something right the idea of making tons and tons of generated text contents or whatever else um yeah and just curating your best ones for for publication or for submission yeah um, I mean, the thing is so beautiful. Like, there, it's I gorgeous. feel like if it's you amazing. really zoom in, you can tell that the like the kind of like detail around that like big central hole you can tell is like a clearly funky. a funky. But like the figures are so real, like they they look so like human made. It has such a uh, like a, a baroque composition yeah. too. Like yeah. it looks like a, an actual human art style, right? But also with this like modern twist so it right. totally seems like something a human who does digital art could have come up right with. yeah i don't know what i think about that i mean like you know i'm kind of like he made art like yeah he- <laughs> I, that's where i am with it i think maybe this calls for future digital art like competitions and whatnot to yeah. have have different categories for yeah. people who like basically did you place the pixels yourself or did yeah. you have an AI place the pixels for you? Right. But besides that, I mean, I think this is a I think this is kind of a new, uh, I know, a new yeah. thread of what digital art can be. This that, feels like like when I was like a child on Neopets, I didn't do art, but like other people did. And there was so much judgment for like people who yeah. did like strictly digital art and not like pencil and paper yeah, yeah. art. And like now that's like, you know so commonplace and yeah just... I'm, I'm sure i mean this is this is probably gonna annoy a lot of people but i'm sure like uh in the late 1800s like submitting photographs into art oh, competitions yeah. and like having photographs in galleries was wildly controversial because sure. it was a time of realism dominating art and i think it is going to take two changes that not only will what we conceive of digital art have to change that i think there has to be room for this sort of thing to be considered human human created digital art or human influenced digital art because again he didn't just like hit a button and this right. came out he yeah. had an artistic process yeah. by which this was created for sure but i think it'll also change what digital art that is like human place pixel digital art comes to look like because that's what happened with canvas art too that it be, we went from a realism right. kind of dominated uh, art world to like uh, the rise of impressionism and then surrealism right. after that to the the sorts of things that you couldn't capture with a camera. Right. So I think yeah. there there's going to have to be a change there too. That yeah. we, Dolly now makes art that looks like what people make. So people are going to have to make something that looks like something Dolly doesn't make. Yeah, and I think that's so that's like exciting and interesting, and that would yeah. be interesting to watch. Yeah, I'm normally the big pessimist on like everything <laughs> on this show lately, like everything that AI comes up with. But I think this is. Uh, this is something I'm really optimistic about, and I'm, I'm going against the tide of being like, this guy's a shithead. Uh, maybe he should have disclosed his process, but I think yeah. I think it takes like a, a controversial moment like this yeah. for us to think about like how how the art process is considered going yeah. forward. I feel like that's why it's interesting to you, because this is a moment of this is impacting like future social behavior and not like, yes. tr- like not the other way around where it's yes, like... Yes, <laughs> definitely. That, like, yeah, I think that this can lead to positive human outcomes um, in two different ways and not, yeah, it's not just like, 
well, Facebook <laughs> like is manipulating us exactly. to die. <laughs> exactly. Um, I also think what we need to navigate this is a good uh, vocabulary to talk about how uh, AI-generated uh, creativity is created. For so sure. I think something maybe like, like a five-point system. For, yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. Maybe, and it wouldn't have to be long. Maybe like a three-page paper. Yeah, describing you can explain this. it very quickly. I think, uh, really. Edwards, Perone, and Doyle, <laughs> 2019, uh, transparency and AI generation levels of automation. Just something, something to think uh, about. Yeah, we had a short. <laughs> paper a couple years ago saying that like we're gonna have to start thinking about this ai generated content is is not just one thing it's not you know some some of it will just be hitting a button and the computer does everything some of it will be heavy like curation and fine-tuning like this and those are of different categories and we should think more carefully about that yeah Uh, anyway that's my hat i'm coming out of this more positive and excited than i normally do out of a hat that's nice so what do we have just for... hats in general that's yeah just, i feel they don't make you feel good yeah they weight so down my hair yeah. then you're like i either have to wear this hat basically until i go to sleep or i have to have flat hair <laughs> okay yeah i guess hats do sound like a whole ordeal for you <laughs> I, I have had a bad time with hats. i've had a bad time with hats Yeah, well, that takes us on into our trashy toy, and we're going to play an oldie but a goodie this week. I have uh, made up a game of real net. Nick, I had someone make me a list of uh, funny and uh, silly names, song names, and lyrics from K-pop songs. I am not a K-pop stan, but I am slightly exposed to it and uh, a lot of k-pop fans are delighted by how just like absurdly silly a lot of things are that they just like pass off as this is part of our song and like (laughs) yeah i i have just the most passing knowledge of k-pop i know like bts and blackpink yeah yeah so i'm excited for this and i do know that there is that silly bizarre aspect to some k-pop naming and uh, yeah. song naming. So. The the list that I received was so expertly curated and there are so many that I'm going to have to share after the fact also because they didn't make it into my game but they're very funny. Um, but yeah, we're going to do three rounds here. One of groups, one of songs, one of lyrics, four sets in each. And uh, we're going to start off with groups. How does Real Net Nick work, by the way? What is... Oh, fuck. <laughs> you guys should know, right? Fuzzy duck. <laughs> uh, Real Net Nick is a guessing game that we play where I'm going to give Justin three examples of for you know for one a k-pop group name and one will be real one I will have written with uh, Botnik a predictive text writer that I've fed a text list of either names or, or songs and song lyrics and whatnot and then for the neural net option I have used InfraKit which used to be Talk to Transformer which is a neural net tool that you can feed a, a little chunk of text like I was just feeding it as like, a treat as a treat yeah little a text um, I was just feeding it chunks of lists and um, hitting generate more and it goes on and generates its own uh, suggestions of things that that it thinks could fill in the rest of that list. I played a little bit of Real Net Nick at Cooey, and I forgot oh. to tell you, I oh didn't even God. host it. Oh. Some person's presentation, God, I, I'm forgetting whose it was now. There was a presentation at Cooey uh, in which somebody was demonstrating that GPT-3 is uh, is pretty clever at writing things and writes human-like things, and she put a couple examples of like, did GPT-3 say this or did a person say this? 
and the room was doing the real Nick, uh, the real net, the switch. real net switch for a lot of these, <laughs> thinking that a lot of things said by a human Incredible. were said by a net. And then we talked about it. I made sure to get the first question in during the question <laughs> round and be like, what does it hey, say? Hey, I've played a game like this before. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I was like, what does it say that like all of us experts really are sucking at the real net switch? What does that say for uh, how, the, how real They're people? They're like, um, what's the real net switch? <laughs> Aha, now I've trapped you. TBNL, a podcast. TBNL. Oh, Jesus. Back Christ. in the history. So when I was 18 years old, I Sit made down, a podcast. everybody. Stop. <laughs> uh, I was still 17. We started oh, that in September. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Birthday was like two days ago. Happy birthday to us. 10 years? 10 years. Yeah, 2012. 10 year TBNL birthday. Wow. We should have a reunion episode. Oh, Where are they now? I have genuinely think that would be Put, cute for right no one. Throw right in the ROT feed. <laughs> no, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Anyway, you ready for the game? Yes. Any anything else before we start? No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Real net or Nick? Funk monkey. Goofy tiny. Bonus baby. The first thing I'm thinking is that Goofy Tiny stood out to me as sta- sounding kind of real because I feel like K-pop <clears throat> bands might do the thing where both words are like the same part of speech, like Blackpink, rather mm-hmm. than like. I was like, I was like, rather than Black Baby, no, never mind. Uh, yeah, no, I feel like the naming convention is an adjective noun. It's like adjective, adjective, or noun, noun. Mm-hmm. That makes me think that Goofy Tiny is real. Okay. The other two were Bonus Baby and Funk Monkey. Funk Monkey. Funk Monkey sounds too human made or something. That sounds like you know a boomer trying to come up with like a name for a a, a BTS. So mm-hmm. I think that one is. Nick and I think bonus baby is net. You are all wrong. <laughs> I love that. Good. Funk monkey was net. Okay. Infrakit is very Infrakit is not nearly as like creative as some of the other tools yeah. that we've used in the past. We were having some trouble getting the uh neural nets that we've used in the past up and running. Um Goofy Tiny is Nick. Okay, good good job on your part. And bonus baby is real. You know, I had <laughs> It was kind of an insult that I said the one that sounded boomerish was the one that I thought you had the most influence on. Like I put that down as as Nick, but no, the best sounding one was the one you had influence on. Thank All you. right, that now orients my gameplay. Yeah, that I know that you're going to be kind of good at this, so I can play the player more. Next, we've got Crying Nut, made in Japan, M A I D. Okay. In Japan, and Island Scarf, scarf spelled with a K, S K R F. What was the first one? Crying Nut. Crying Nut. How did I forget? All right. Made in Japan just sounds too clever to me Mm -hmm. to be. It's at least too clever to be net unless it's like just repeating an actually existent one. Um, So that one's either going to be Nick or real. I I don't know if I want to commit to which one that one is. So I'll put it off to the side for now. Crying Nut just feels like a, a RNN to me. I'm, I'm putting that down as net. And then Island Scarf, but with a K. I think Scarf is probably something else. So I think that, I think you probably nicked that one up. You, you nicked that from a different group with Scarf in the name. And yeah, Made in Japan is real and Crying Nut is net. 
You have done the real net switch. Ah, crying nut is real. Made okay. in Japan might. I actually didn't. I I was checking a lot of it these. It must because... be made in something for it for the net to know that pattern. Like maybe it's like made in France or whatever. It is like... a an album by Japanese all female rock band Band Made. Okay, no, I think that's pretty stylized yeah. as. <laughs> band made like band-aid with the like little like copyright that. symbol <laughs> um no that's that was pretty good then it, it kind of borrowed from an adjacent field to yeah. trick me good good job infrakit infrakit yeah it, it definitely it's a lot more real which isn't as funny for us i think all right so next crying nut. <laughs> crying nut oh crying nut is a punk band from South Korea. Okay, I like that. Kind of like that for them. I would be interested. I feel like 2000s pop punk has a lot of crying and nutting in it. They're from like, they're from like 1998. Okay. Wow. These these guys are probably awesome. Yeah, they're probably listening to like Blink and Green Day and they're like, everyone just singing about crying and nutting. (laughs) Why don't we become the band that combines them? Their most recent album album is called Flaming Nuts, all caps. Good. Love Good. that. Good. Good. <laughs> Next up, we've got Milk Omega, Mask, where it's the S and K are capitalized. Okay. So is the M, I suppose. So okay. it's just like the word mask, but the S and K are capitalized. Yeah, I got you. And Mamamoo. Mamamoo and Milk Omega. I have... will say Mamamoo is all caps if that means okay. anything to you. Mamamoo and Milk Omega have both similar mouthfeel, but also <laughs> similar, like, content, like Milk and Moo. There's some cow <laughs> stuff going on there. Milk Omega, that's like a, a cellar door. Like, that just, like, flows <laughs> it's really from beautiful. the mouth. You said Mamamoo and Milk Omega, and I, that just sounds beautiful. Mamamoo and Milk Omega. I hope they at least do concerts together. One, <laughs> one or both of them doesn't exist. I think Milk Omega, Mamamoo is real. Milk Omega is Mamamoo is real because there's like there's something there that's like a little too it's like a little uncomfortable and I don't know I don't see you putting that combination together but I do see an actual band doing that one Milk Omega sounds really good so I think you had a hand in it I think that's a Nick and then the mask with like one random lowercase letter feels like something a, a neural net would do. So that's net. You've done a queen sweep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dink it and sink it. Finally. Uh, yes, you have gotten extremely right. And the information that was given to me about Mamamoo is that it's meant to sound like a baby babbling. Yeah, um, okay. Apparently they were almost called belly button. <laughs> I think they made the right choice <laughs> for themselves. Too. Um, you saying you got a queen sweep reminded me that sometimes when Stevie interjects on Good Mythical Morning, I'm like, she has a similar vocal quality and like humor quality of Allison. <laughs> I think you and Stevie have some similarities. I do. Th- I feel like we have similar voice on the mic voices, yeah. which I appreciate because I do like her voice. Um, Mamamoo is uh, not all caps. I apologize. It was given to me as all uh, caps. Can I so change I my answer? My then? source. <laughs> Okay. Mama Moo and Milk Omega. Milk Omega is that's that just sounds so good together. Beautiful. Yeah, that was a nick for sure. And your final group set, we've got Boys Double Basic Band, Music Boys Live in Absolute Quality, 
and Handsome Boy Modeling School. Okay, Handsome Boy Modeling School is real. I've heard of them. Oh, shit, really? Um, <laughs> isn't that a band from the... That's not even a K-pop band. That's like an 80s hip-hop group. They got the guy who does huh. Mr. Doberina or whatever. Okay, no. I did not know that that was a real thing. Because it's not. Yeah, okay, that's net because of obvious reasons. Yes. So the other ones were boys do the club and the thing and the. We've got. All good boys go to heaven. Boys double basic band. Yeah. And music boys live in absolute quality. All right, so I don't think a band would put band in their name in a a K pop group. So I think that is a. Well,. One of them must, because if it's a Nick, you must have got the word banned from somewhere. So that's, uh, man, now I don't know what to do. Um, I thought the word banned wouldn't even be in the data set. But that's impossible. Mo- music boys live in absolute quality. Sounds really good, but I think it's you making that up. I think that's almost too much like a Korean pop band. It's like posher than posh. Like that sounds too too real to be real. Okay. Uh, and double boy, double basic boy band or whatever is real. Boys double basic grand. Band. <laughs> boys double basic grand. Ayn Rand. Uh, boys double basic band is Nick. Uh, so you're correct that band does exist in the data set somewhere. Man, I, I tied myself into a knot on that one. And music boys live in absolute quality usually goes by their acronym M Black. I was trying to come up with like, does it spell anything? And I was like, M Black. Okay, That's, music boys. Live. And it stands for music boys live in absolute quality. I feel uh, like they, there they was another note the about in. those. That's what oh, yeah, got she, me. She just said, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I just say M Black. I don't know how to pronounce handsome boys modeling school. And so that wraps up the group round. And we are going to move on to song titles. I'm, I'm nervous. I feel like I should have. I feel like I checked things that I assumed were funky, but I didn't catch them all. Song titles. We've got Speed Diva, Dumb Liddy, and Goosebumps. Could you tell me how Liddy is being spelled? L-I-T-T-Y. I don't think Dumb Liddy is real at all. I'm putting that off to the side. What was the first one? Speed Diva? Speed Diva. That sounded real to me. And the third one was Goosebumps. All right. Mm-hmm. I feel like Goosebumps is just a straight up a BTS song that I should know. So I actually want to put that one down as real and Speed Diva I'm because... I'm going to light it up like I've got goosebumps. <laughs> yes. So you're that. Oh, shit. Never mind. Get rid of that one. <laughs> I think that Speed Diva is another... The words sound so good together that I think you must have nicked it. And Goosebumps, yeah, I think is real. So I think that Absolute Liddy or whatever. Dumb Liddy. Dumb Liddy. I think Liddy is not in any, uh, is not in the data set. So that came from the net. Dumb Liddy is real. Oh, no. (laughs) It is by a band called... BTS. (laughs) Card. K-A-R-D, all caps. If you told me that right now the number one song globally (laughs) is Goosebumps by BTS, not only would I be like, that's not surprising, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I hear that one all the time in the car. Uh, Goosebumps was Net. Okay. And Speed Diva was Nick. The one word ones pretty much have to be real or net. Well, I guess not. If like you could have just put Liddy and then yeah. called it a day. Good job, I guess. Thanks. Then we've got Honey Monster, mm-hmm. Papaya Rainbow, 
Super yuppers with an exclamation point. Super yuppers. Super. Is it like super youpers and it's about people that live in like upstate Michigan? You know, they're called youpers, people who live in the upper peninsula of Michigan. P-P-E-R-S. I did not know that. So that rhymes with super youpers. Super youpers. (laughs) Is there a K-pop band from the upper peninsula of Michigan? We'll come back to that one. Okay. I think papaya rainbow. It just doesn't seem like it's universal enough. Like watermelon sugar hits because like everyone be eating watermelon and everyone's like, yeah, I have positive connotations with watermelon. <laughs> Where papaya, I feel like you said you just had a papaya, papaya for the first time. Papaya suck ass. They're so bad. I feel like people either just like they occasionally have like a papaya flavored something, whether mm-hmm. it's like papaya mango something. Um, or they just don't interact with the papaya. So you're not writing a hit song about papaya anything. And what was the first one? Honey Monster. Honey Monster sounds legit enough. I don't know if it sounds real or Nick. I think Honey Monster sounds real. Papaya Rainbow sounds... Uh, but now I'm, I have to contradict myself because if I say Papaya Rainbow is Nick, then someone's writing a papaya song. It's in the data set. The one that I already said sounded fake was Super Youpers. Nah, Super Youpers is... Net yuppers or youpers is going to not be in the data set, and that seems like the other two you were trying to theme together because one of them's a real fruit song and the other one's not a fruit song, or like honey and papaya, where yuppers just couldn't get anything out of the net, so you just came with came away with that one. So that's net. Papaya. Super yuppers is net. Is that your super answer? yuppers okay. is yet is net is yet. yet so that means net. I have to say papaya is in the data set. So is it a song called Papaya Rainbow or is it a song called something else? I think there's a song called Papaya, and this is Papaya Rainbow, which is Nick, and Honey Monster is real. You've done the real net switch. You're oh. you're on exactly the right track with Papaya Rainbow. It 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 is Botnik, so it's nice. The words are in there. Nice, nice, nice. Super Yuppers is real with an exclamation I'm point. I'm dying to know how that word is said. If it's Yuppers or Youpers, because if it's Super Youpers and it rhymes and it's somehow about. Youpers. So it's by a group called WJSN Chokom Kochom Chok. I don't know. It stands for it, ch- oh Chokomi. Chokomi. About to choke a homie up in here. Um, yeah, and they they have a song called Super Yuppers. They also have a song called with an exclamation point. All right. So I think they just have a certain vibe. Yeah. And then Honey Monster was net. Another really good one by Infrakit. Yeah. Now we've got, this is a round of, um, I was given a whole uh, list of like onomatopoeia names, okay. song names. So, <laughs> or like, <laughs> yeah, or not like, not like onomatopoeia, but just like somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've got Kiss Buzz Kiss, Zimzella Bim, and Man Man Man. This one feels kind of easy to me. Okay. That I think Man 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 just is something that you get out of Botnik really easily. Kiss Buzz Kiss, that's close enough. <laughs> I'll put that to a side for a second because I might need to contradict myself. Uh, Mim Bada Bim or whatever. Zimzala Bim. Zimzala Bim has to be real. That's that's the work of a human mind, not the work. <laughs> it's a genius of a human mind. <laughs> this is the sort of thing like if Dolly or if like if AI was learning to recreate that, we would think it sucks because we would be like, this doesn't sound like a human. Therefore, it must be made by a human. So that's that's the genius of a human mind. Uh, it's probably Psy's latest hit. And that leaves the last thing to be Nick, which was called 
kiss fizz buzz fizz or whatever kiss, isn't buzz, it? Kiss. I mean, kiss buzz kiss which sounds net to me especially because often if you like get even a little programmatic in your language with uh, gpt it starts putting out like fake like pseudo code like it's trying to write java code or something and in coding interviews there's this test called the fizz buzz test which involves making a computer either say fizz or buzz and it's basically doing it's that, that like right that now. Theater game. <laughs> yeah, you you make a computer play uh, thumbs up, seven up, to get a job at Google these days. So I think Kiss Buzz Kiss is made by Annette. Okay, you've done the real Nick switch. Real Nick. No, no, sorry, switch. you haven't. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you were right about real. You were right about real. Sorry, Zimzella. Yeah. Okay, Zim that was real. so. That yes, had yes, to be yes, made yes, by yes. a human. Um, you did the net Nick switch. Um, uh, okay. Man, man, man was net. Um, kiss buzz kiss was Nick. It happens. I'm it not happens. so upset with yeah. that. But if you were telling me Zim Zablazam is not made by a human mind, I would I would have to rethink my position on how AI is doing. Okay. And your final song set, you've got Yes, yes! All caps, two exclamation points on the ends. That no, sounds... one M each yes. One M? Exclamation point. Okay. <laughs> one M on each yes. <laughs> yes, um, yes, um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and cool, cool, super, super. Okay. I feel like yes, yes just doesn't lend itself to a song the way the other two do. Cool, cool, super, super sounds a little bit like it could be a chorus of a pop song. But the middle one really sounded to me like it could be a chorus of a pop song. What were the sequence of words? Um, oh, ah, uh, yeah. Um, oh, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds, yeah, like it's one of these songs. It's like telling a story that has no point. The The chorus is basically like, and I was like, um, oh, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a genre of pop song. And I think that's that's the real one. Okay. Um, yes, yes. I think it is too boring for you to have nicked up, but I think it's something that a Annette would say. Like people, people are always saying yes in these damn songs. So I think that's Neural Net, and I think okay, yeah, okay, yeah, or whatever the last one was. What's the third one? Wait, cool, cool. Wait, cool, I, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, super, super. Cool, cool, super, super. That sounds like something you would come up with. That would you you think sounds like a K-pop song? So that's that's Nick. I think you are exactly correct. Yes. Boom. Net the queen is, sweep. Yes. <laughs> the queen sweep. Yeah. Um, oh, ah, uh, yeah is by Mama Moo. Mama Moo. <laughs> I know Mama Moo. That's the one band I seem to be nailing. <laughs> and now we're on to the part that I'm really excited about is uh, lyrics. It is the karaoke portion of the <laughs> evening. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm like half worried that these are going to be either really easy or just completely there are gonna be real lyrics by yeah. handsome boy modeling club yeah let's start out with juice tea and tears got no medicine in my blood Which juice one? tea and tears that's okay i like that chocolate candy fruit honey butter waffle and marshmallow mango juice okay and then uh, cake cake sugar sugar cake i Cake, eat cake, I love cake, I crave cake, tried and true, I'll never change, I love cake, I'll never change. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, baby metal song where it's just like one one topic. Um, I think cake, cake, I'll never change, I love cake must be real because it's a little bit unhinged that if 
if the net spit that one out, you would have <laughs> re-rolled. Um, I think the first one, the tea, juice, and tears. Juice, tea, and tears. Juice, tea, and tears. I think K-pop bands try to sound really cosmopolitan in their food references, and I think they would think it's, like, boomer to be talking about, like, having tea in your blood. But I think the other one, there's, like, buttered waffles and shit. That's, like, I don't know, probably not in, like, a 40-year-old Korean person's diet where if you're, like, 20 and singing about eating that shit, you're like, oh, yeah, look how, like, look how cosmopolitan and, like, worldly I am. I eat buttered waffles every day. So I think that one is also real. Wait a second. (laughs) Uh, No, I think that one is, what one did I say? Cake, cake, cake. Cake. Cake, cake, sugar, sugar, cake, I eat cake, I love cake, I crave cake. Tried and true, I'll never change, I love cake, I'll never change. That's real, that's 100% real. That's like Zabim Bam or whatever, it's the mind, the work of a real mind. Sigh, brother, my brother. Sigh, brother, my brother and me. So I think the one about buttered waffles is Nick, because I think the buttered waffles are in the data set and you, you, you re-added them into a song. And therefore, I think singing about tea is what the neural net thinks K-pop sounds like. You're all wrong. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cake, cake, sugar, sugar was net. Okay, I can see it. It was it was unhinged, and I loved it. I, I wasn't sold until tried and true, I'll never change. I love cake, I'll never change. That's the part that I couldn't tell if you were laughing so much because it was real or because the... It was just an inspired moment. <laughs> uh, juice, tea, and tears is Nick. Okay. And chocolate candy, fruit, honey, butter, waffle, and marshmallow mango juice is real. I'm not upset. I, I would have been upset if the juice, tea, and tears yeah. was real. But buttered waffles and all that sounded like it must be in the data set. It is from a, a song called Dessert by Hayo okay. featuring Soyon. Do we know how Hayo feels about cake? I don't know, but I in a song called Dessert. Dessert might have been invoked in that song. Next, I be walking with the cheese. That's the queso, queso, queso. I'm high on acid. Don't t- <laughs> don't tell the doctor. I'm high on X. Don't tell the X pill. <laughs> and whoa, oh, oh, I'm taking it like a chef. <laughs> I'm the burnt hot dream. <laughs> okay, I'm the burnt hot dream. I think the middle one of, like, I'm high on acid, I don't think K-pop, I don't think most East Asian pop music sings about doing drugs. I think that's not as cool in the culture as it is in the West. So I think that's just net. I think there, I don't think there's going to be drug references. Uh, or maybe it's going to be some, like, freaking metal band and, like, it is, <laughs> like, it's it's out of the culture, so it's in the culture. But that's my understanding. Um the I'm a hot burnt chef or whatever <laughs> sounded kind of real to me. Whoa, oh, oh, I'm taking it like a chef. I'm the hot burnt, I'm the burnt hot dream. Taking it like a chef is just such a nice phrase that I think it's, it would hard, it would be tough to reconstruct that in Botnik, but I might be wrong. And what was the first one again? I'd be walking with the cheese. That's the queso, queso, queso. Okay, I think I be walking is is net created. I don't think you think that's net. Sorry, I think that's Nick created. Nick. I think that's common enough words that it's easy enough to combine them up. But I don't know that I be walking is quite K-pop way of talking. I think that's like slightly outdated. I think I still talk like that because I'm behind the times. <laughs> but K-pop people would not be talking. They don't be talking that way. <laughs> 
Okay. So I think that's Nick. I think the burnt chef is real. Okay. You've done the real Nick switch. Oh, they do be walking. <laughs> they do be walking with the cheese. That's the queso. Queso, queso. Yeah, and whoa, oh, oh, I'm taking it like a chef. I'm the burnt hot dream was my Nick. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Nick writing. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I be walking with the cheese. That is from a song called... Uh, Regular by NCT, which is also the acronym for the Nelson County Times, which is one of okay. the newspapers that I uh, wait. Is this song? If this song's from like five, ten years ago or something, then it can be outdated slang and be well, K-pop. Let's find out. NCT Regular. Because it didn't occur to me that yeah, like there is older K-pop too. This song is from 2018. Okay, <laughs> I think they were still. They were maybe using it a little too late, but. <laughs> Queso, queso, queso. It was pre-COVID, I guess. So this set, um, okay, we've got... <laughs> I'm laughing because I don't feel that this was a very well-curated set on my part. <laughs> okay. Honk it right, scream it slow. <laughs> Uh-oh-oh, I'm thirsty. <laughs> There's no way a real human is telling me to honk it right. Um, a monkey's butt is red. What? Red is hyuna. Hyuna is, yeah. Sounds real. This one's for my new son, stuck, lost, and alone on the wing of an angel. All right. Monkey's butt is red. Sounds like the actual kind of silliness that would be in a in a song lyric. Sounds pretty real to me. This is for my new son. I feel like it's uncool to be like that on the nose of like, I'm a freaking dad now in the middle of a song. I didn't know if it was like a term of endearment for like his new my friend. friend. <laughs> my new son. <laughs> Uh, the first one was off the rails. That was net all the way. Honk it right, scream it slow. Uh oh oh, I'm thirsty. It could be Nick. Honk it right, scream it slow is a little. The, <clears throat> there's a consistent pattern there, I guess. But Net can do that. Honk. There's no way anyone's telling me to honk it. Honk <laughs> it right. And so you wouldn't even get it. Are you telling me home. to honk it right now? You, That's you net. Fucking dare tell me to honk it right. Doing it for my new son is Nick, and uh, yeah, the middle one was real. You have done a Nick net switch. That's so fine. I I did compose honk it right, scream it slow. On honk bonnet. it right. <laughs> I saw the word honk pop up one time, and I was like, it's not fitting in with the sentence I'm writing now, so I'm just gonna start my next okay. sentence with that. Honk it right. <laughs> Yeah, and that there's no way a real human is ever saying honk it right and then like I'm thirsty. <laughs> Maybe they're thirsty after honk it right. This is your final final round, final round of all. Okay, that sounds real. <laughs> this is gonna be a mercifully short episode. I love that for me. Cause when we jump in and pop in, we're jopping. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> we're jopping? We're jopping. That's we so jopping. Good. Uh 100 real. Now now my eyes and your eyes. Our eye, mine, your eyes. You got my feet so hot, heated, hot, hot, fantastic and fire. <laughs> Damn girl, when you honk it like that, my feet get hot. Hot, hot, fantastic, hot. Um all right, jopping, you couldn't make that with Nick for sure. Like unless you basically have to have that exact line in the data set to get to get Joppin out of Nick. So Joppin's real. Um, if if the net came up with that, K-pop fans, watch out, you're in trouble. So that leaves uh, real and no, that leaves net and Nick for uh, now hot, my hot feet. <laughs> now my eyes and your eyes, our eye, mine, your eyes. That sounds a little too poorly formed to be 
Nick. That sounds, or to be Net, rather. That sounds like you could have put it together, but Inferkit wouldn't have put those words like that. So I think that one must be Nick. Hot, hot feet. <laughs> hot feet being Net. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you got my feet so hot, heated, hot, hot, fantastic, and fire. Yeah, you know what? It, it has all these words that are like in the same genre. Hot, fire, fantastic, heat. I think that's Net. You think that's Net, and now my eyes is Nick. Yes. Okay, you've done, you're correct on the real, Joppin is real, we'll okay. talk about Joppin, but Net is now my eyes and your eyes, our eye, mine, your eyes, I don't know, it just, Inferkit was on one today. Yeah, Inferkit, I, like I just said, if that's what the AI is coming up with, I know. like, K-pop, watch out. And you got my feet so hot, heated, hot, hot, fantastic, and fire, that was Nick. <laughs> Pretty good. So, uh, yeah, Joppin is a song that I have been made painfully aware of. Um, it's, you have been made in Japan. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, exactly what it sounds. It is from a song called, Joppin. I do believe, Joppin. Um, I, I could have guessed that, yeah. Yeah, by Super M. Um, another uh, Super M lit lyric on this list that I was given right above it is from a... <laughs> From a, a song called Tiger Inside, um, and the lyrics are, dinner's ready, yeah, dinner's ready, yeah, uh, chew up all your worries, yummy. <laughs> Jopping right into dinner time. These guys have got good heads on their shoulders. I'm waiting for uh, the sequel to Jopping, Joplin, where it's like, da 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 yeah. Let me see. Okay, there were there were ones that I wanted to. Ooh, this I read this one to Chief this morning. This is by um, this is by Luna, who the person who I gave who gave me this list. This is their their main group okay. as 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 it goes. They're a twelve person girl group, which normal. There's so stuff, many people. Yeah. She's also now into a group called Seventeen. Do you want to guess how many members it has? Sixteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Is on the right track. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this Luna did a song featuring Grimes. Okay. Um, and the lyric is, "Even my kidney is beating. I feel a bit sick." I don't like that. <laughs> I don't my like it at all. Kidney is beating. See a doctor. I know. <laughs> Even my kidney is dropping. <laughs> um, so I was reading some of these group names to Chief this morning and trying to get her to guess like real what, net or name, <laughs> like who, why they are called this. Because I was given some great explanations. Uh, my favorite. It's my favorite Dickens novel, by the way. <laughs> great explanations. Me too. Um, that would be a great sequel to Great Expectations. She's like a the literary analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think this group is called B1A4? Bring one, actually four. And it's like telling you how many hot dogs to bring to the cookout. Yeah. Um, it would be actually because one member has uh, has type B blood and the other four have type A blood. I honestly am disappointed that I didn't think of that. Then we've got uh, Teen Top. What do you think that stands for? Teen Top. <laughs> um, black Teen Top. <laughs> teen Top. I think Teen is just Teen. And then T-O-P is like Teen Troubles Over Parents. Teens Triumph Over Parents. Do you know how to spell Top, my man? T-O-P, Triumph Over Parents. Oh, I thought you were saying, oh, teens Teen you were is saying is part of, oh, I, okay, got it, got it, okay. Well, no, that would be a teenager, emo boy, emotion, next generation, talent object praise. Talent object praise is the name of their, like, label company, okay. but that's, it's teen top, teenager, emo boy, emotion, next generation. 
they're putting a little like you can't slide generation in there well that's like there's like generations of k-pop there's like first generation second generation i don't know i don't know why they get to claim that they're next generation because there's always going to be one after them but that's a big thing in k-pop i might have said tiktok i meant k-pop I don't know what I said. I think you said K-pop, okay, but good. if you didn't, I heard it as K-pop. <laughs> what else did we I got I think you here? said Teen Top, actually. Teen Top. Man, I've been seeing this one in the data set, and I haven't read her note about it. It's Le Seraphim, spelled L-E-S-S-E-R-A-F-I-M. Okay. Why do you think that's called that? Sorry, L-E-S-S? It's two words, L-E. Yeah. Oh, okay. S-S-S, Seraphim. So isn't a Seraphim like an angel? Yeah. And then like... It sounds a little bit French to be like Le Seraphim. Sure. But also they're mm-hmm. called that with two S's because the first S stands for Super, the Super Seraphim. Um, do you want to try to see if you can find an anagram of <laughs> Seraphim? Le Seraphim. Ladies, explosive. Not a not an acronym, an anagram. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, I'll see where he's going with this. Hold on, can I write it down? Absolutely. It's L E S S E R A F I M. E R A? Mm hmm. You sure? Because then it could be like Les Mafia. Les Mafia! Les Mafia? Les Mafia. Uh, I'm going to stick with Les Mafia. It is an anagram of I'm Fearless. Oh, okay. That's that makes sense. And uh, that's that's about it for group names. Let me see if there's anything else in this list because there's a lot of lot going on. Instead here. of putting both S's with Seraphim, why wouldn't they put L E S lay? Like I know it still wouldn't be proper or French grammar. Or just like put the S on the end of Seraphim. Well, that's like, a problem, right? You're either lay Seraphim uh, or you're les yeah. Seraphim, but you're I mean violate the French grammar. Yeah, don't, don't put S S. Come on. There is a song called Ring Ding. Dong by Shiny, which is a, I think, first generation K-pop. Maybe they're second generation. I don't really know my generations, but they're like big. They were like the biggest before BTS. Okay. And there are some of the lyrics from this song, Ring Ding Dong, are fantastic, 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 elastic, 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 elastic. Okay. And Ring Ding Dong, Ring Ding Dong, Ring Dingy Ding, Dingy, Ding Ding Ding. Ding ding ding. <laughs> that's a, that's about it for sharing uh, K-pop uh, K-pop oddities. I just wanted to share. I'm I'm glad to have been enlightened <laughs> into what the broader K-pop space uh, looks and sounds like. Um, I apparently have to go listen to some Mama Moo. Mama Moo. Yeah, I that's can, who I was vibing. I'll, with. I'll share some. I, I can share some recommendations. Um, but yeah, that was Real Net Nick, um, a, a classic vintage ROT game that I we've think been if playing for years. The hard part of Real Net Nick is really finding categories yeah. like K-pop. Yeah, that's that why I think we, if we yeah. came up with categories better, we could just play this every week. For sure. That yeah. it, it really captures the spirit. So great job picking a category that like lets the game shine. Thank you. It's shiny. Shiny, shiny. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for Real Net Nick topics and for bonus points, 
points have a clean little data set you want to send our way. You can send me a dirty little data set. Okay. I'm a freak like that. Whatever. Um. <laughs> I don't even mind finding the data sets. I just can't come up with a damn idea. Mm. Yeah, you can you can send us ideas that you have to robots at backcamp.org or you can tweet at us at robot typewriter and we read them three months after you send them. <laughs> yeah. And we have a theme song and it is called The Random Generation by the Acoustic Generative Network. No way. The Generative Acoustic Network. Generative Acoustic Network. I was like, like, AGM. Ooh, I did have I did have a couple that I actually didn't end up using in my game. Um, my, the first one I wrote was hot, hot, elastic rhythm. We drop it like a little LeBron. Oh, that's really <laughs> good. We drop it like a little LeBron. <laughs> How big is, is LeBron? Very big. He's like six eight, two hundred and fifty pounds. Okay, he's he's everyone compared big. to him is a little LeBron. Watch the watch the shadow cast dong on the stage. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> and then I cannibalized the second line of this because that was gonna be whoa oh oh I'm taking it like a little chef. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go right to cast dong on the stage. To, I'm taking it like a little chef. Look, that's why. Really I- gay. <laughs> Behind you, chef. Thank you, chef. (laughs) Behind. (laughs) Really good. Um, And then, because it shines on on the city in hell, disco exams and soul prisons, honey. That's part of One Night in Bangkok. (laughs) (laughs) Disco exams and soul prisons, honey. It shines like a city in hell. (laughs) (laughs) 